If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I have the very amazing Michelle Lee with me here today, and I'll tell you about her in a moment. But first, I just want to say hello to Michelle, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here, Ursula. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. And I'm grateful that Amanda, my book coach and editor and dear friend connected us. And I'm excited to see where this interview is going to go and what we're going to do to play together in the next year. So let me tell you about Michelle. Michelle Lee is the founder of Athena Rising Now. I love the now. We have lots of nows in our community. Athena Rising Now, LLC, a women's and mother's empowerment coach for 16 years and is known as the coachapist. I love that. She deeply understands when the mother is healed, the family heals. Only thriving, happy, whole women can raise thriving, happy, whole kids. Michelle's sole purpose and mission is to transform the female experience on the planet. She understands that we are all whole and powerful beings born to live out our greatness. She's passionate and gifted at leading her clients out of their limiting stories and emotions into their soul's purpose while raising thriving families. Michelle's also the author of Fall in Love with Yourself, Hypnotic Journey CD, and the creator of countless weekend workshops, including Mind Magic and Self Love. How to Get There From Here, and the soon-to-be-released book, Women From Profit to Power, Your Guide to Reclaiming Your Worth. Oh my goodness, like how amazing. And for our gentlemen listeners out there, I guarantee you're going to get some tidbits as well from Michelle that you can apply or that you can share with the women in your life. So... With that, I, you know, of course, Michelle is a business owner. You know, one of the things I loved when I, I was reading about you, Michelle, is you talk a lot about soul purpose and mission. And I know you haven't had, we don't even know each other that well yet. You haven't read some of my books, but in one great goal, I talk a lot about the idea of soul purpose and just finding yourself. And so I know we're very much in alignment. So let's jump in. So Michelle, go back. When you first launched your business, if any, what limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling? And did that get in your way? I love this question because I started my business 16 years ago as a newly divorced mom and 
And I was just working my soul's purpose. I was doing my work and it never occurred to me to sell. And I did okay, Ursula. I didn't know I needed to sell anything. But I tell you, when I finally started looking at coaches, when I got tired of making the same amount of money month after month, year after year, you know, making enough to get by, which wasn't bad for a single mom with four kids working for herself. I, but I did get tired of it. It's like it, I was spinning my wheels. And so my limiting beliefs, when I finally, when I finally started researching, what do I need to do to build my business? And I figured out that it was sales. I tell you, I was scared to death and I was listening to videos on YouTube from coaches and they're talking about selling and I'm serious. I would sweat just listening to them thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to sell. It scared me to death. So my limiting belief, I guess, was that was something I did not want to do. And, you know, my dad had been a car salesman for my entire childhood. So it was interesting that I just simply, it didn't, it hadn't occurred to me for a decade, <laughs> a decade that being in business that I needed to sell. So when you think back, and thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that, because you're definitely not alone. What, like, can you remember specifically what your belief was about sales or selling? Like, was there one specific thing? Did you just, you didn't like it? You didn't like salespeople? Was there anything that you can remember there? Yeah, you know, I didn't like to be sold too. So okay. that was, you know, my limiting belief was that it was taking advantage. People knew what they wanted. I didn't need to, you know, if they were a no, they were a no. And if they were a yes, they would find me. Got it. Got it. Awesome. I, I say awesome only because so many people can relate to what you're saying. And I know you've had some breakthroughs and we're going to get to those in a moment because people always want to know what's on the other side of that. What happened? So thinking back as well, because if you've been in business for at least a year and you haven't gone out of business, which you've been in business 16 years, we all have a double. At some point, our business doubles and then it probably doubles again and again. But think back. I mean, maybe it was a, you know, just very quickly in your business or after you had this breakthrough about selling. But when did you double your sales for the first time, if you can remember? And then after you doubled your sales or, you know, had been in business for a period of time, what did you believe about sales and selling then? Well, I do remember. I do remember. It was about four years ago and it was in the fall. And it, you know, I said I was listening to sales coaches. And so I started shifting my beliefs around one, around money, two, around sales, around actually taking action, being proactive, calling people and talking to them about my services. And I actually tripled my sales and it was the month of December. And I had always suffered in December in my business because my belief system had been that people don't buy self-help. They don't buy for themselves in December. They're always buying for other people. So when I did that in December, I was shifted. It. I suddenly had power over my income. And it was very liberating because for 10 years, you know, I had the income coming in. I was white knuckling it through my business, waiting for referrals, which is what my business was built on initially. But now, 
I had the power. And like I said, it was very liberating. And what, what was the rest of your question? What shifted for me? Yeah. And well, and then what did, what was your new belief? Oh, my new belief was that I was in service. My new belief was I wasn't bothering people that I was actually serving them. I was opening them up. I wasn't in sales. I was making offers. I was making offers to people who needed help. I mean, if we saw somebody down on the sidewalk, would we not offer to help if we could? And that's how I began seeing sales was that the people in my community or people who reached out to me or the people I reached out to, they needed help. And it would be remiss. It would be horrible for me not to make an offer. That's what shifted for me. Wow. So for everyone who's listening, just think about that for a moment. Let that sink in because this is the core of truth and and really being an authentic person, an authentic salesperson, like getting to the core of who you are, which we're going to talk about self-worth in a moment, but really believing in yourself enough to be willing to serve. I love that. I love that, that visual of, you know, if someone was on the sidewalk and they'd fallen down, we would stop and help them. And yet we see people suffering all the time and we know we could help them. And yet here we sit and we don't reach out. And often, and I don't know, Michelle, if you experience this, I'm guessing you do, but often those people that we keep thinking about or they keep popping into our heads are probably the people who do need our help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did this new belief, like, it sounds like it really catapulted you. And I, it's so funny you mentioned December because right now it's, you know, it's in the Midwest, it's summertime. And so there's a belief that everybody's at the cabin. In fact, a colleague of mine just, he's, he wrote a blog post about, you know, not everyone is at the cabin. You know, people are still doing business this time of year. So it's easy to convince ourselves that, you know, there's no one around, there's no one doing business. So you shifted the belief that, that people were not buying for themselves in December. And then you also shifted the belief that you were really coming from a place of serving. So after you tripled your business, how did that new belief serve you going forward? Like, was there ever a time when you got tripped up again, or a different limiting belief came up? Or did you since that moment, have you really felt like just you've just been flying with that new belief? Oh, no, I definitely get tripped up. (laughs) Right? You can get so you know, when I'm on a call with somebody, I am there to serve and it, but it takes practice and practice only comes with doing. It takes practice not to get caught up in your prospects, your prospective client stories. And they all have stories of why it won't work for them and their fears come up and you have to stay. I have to stay on top of my ability to serve. I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve and not begin to buy into their stories. And what's really tricky is that we tend to attract the people into our lives that have similar stories than we do. Right. So they can tell us their story. And and the moment we go, oh, yeah, that's so true. (laughs) We just dropped out of service. So you bet there Every time I grow, you know, to a new level, I, you know, one of my mentors says, new level, new devil. So 
so it's it's not like we stay static. You know what what brings us happiness and joy in our businesses are, is progress. So when I offer make a bigger offer or raise my prices, then you bet I can definitely. It, it's an opportunity to grow, and in that opportunity, I can definitely get tripped up. So it's just a matter of going back to I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve and seeing every challenge as an opportunity. It's a growth opportunity for me. And as I master that, then I can help my clientele master that as well. So one of the things you mentioned is, you know, the the idea of serving and I so many of almost everyone I think I've interviewed talked about the the importance of serving in the sales process. What I'm always curious about, because I, I see my clients get tripped up in this area, I've certainly gotten tripped up in this area. But how do we make the transition from serving to asking for the money and really having that clear money conversation? Any thoughts on that experience? Because obviously, you're in a coaching is a very it's a service based business, it's a helping business, and we could help until the cows come home and not make any money. So how do you connect those dots? I love that. Well, you know, it's so funny, this disconnect we have between serving and money. And really, they're one thing. And there's also this disconnect around receiving, right? I work with, you know, I work with moms, I work with women, and their biggest thing is receiving. They're they're good to serve. They have a hard time receiving, and, and the reason why that comes up, why this is important to this question, is because we want to give, but there's a part of us that doesn't want to be given to, right? We don't want to owe anybody. So it's very difficult for people to receive. So when you are making an offer and you're talking about what the investment of that offer is, you're really empowering your prospective client to trade with you, to give as they receive. Nobody wants to, you know, it's not really in our DNA to just be given to, to just be given to and not somehow give back. To give back is empowering. And so... It's really shifting that story in your head. And it's, you have to change your relationship with money. You know, I'm making an offer and my offer will change your life. It will change your children's life. It will change their children's life. I really can't charge enough for that, honestly. You know, there is no real value of money on that. So in making an offer and sharing what the investment is, it's really empowering my client to trade with me, to give back. It's a, it's an exchange of energy. Yes. And you're right, though, that so many times we just have a much bigger conversation in our heads about that. So, so thank you for talking about it from the perspective of exchange. So Michelle, I'm curious. I know you talk about self-worth. I, you know, I talk a lot about limiting beliefs, but I kind of want to tie those two together. But when you look back at your business life, what's the number one limiting belief that you changed in your past, whether it's about sales or business or self-worth or whatever it might be, that helped to lead to your sales success today? It's definitely, you know, I say self-worth is tied into everything. It's about who you believe you are, what kind of impact you believe you can have. And I think one of the 
things that gets in our in the way the biggest of sales is our innate need to be liked and approved of. And if we don't like and approve of ourselves first, then we are just grasping at it in the outside world. And if I'm on the phone on a sales call or, you know, a consultation where I'm probably going to make an offer, if I am grasping at this other person to like me because I don't like myself and I'm looking for that validation, then I'm not serving again. I'm seeking and so that, so that is my, my biggest piece is the self-worth. I had to change completely how I felt about myself in order to really, really step a hundred percent fully into serving and sales. Sales is serving. And so, you know, when we, we think, okay, I need to make these calls today. When we're caught up in the idea, I'm going to be bothering somebody, I'm an inconvenience, that's our need to be liked. And that comes from a lack of self-worth, a lack of liking myself. And, and when I'm in that energy, that is the complete opposite energy of serving. So when we, you know, start shifting our mindset and changing how we feel about ourselves, it becomes more natural to make that call and knowing that we're calling because we're caring. We're calling because we know that that person can make a profound shift and transform their lives. And if we don't call, they might not. Yeah. And that is this idea of loving yourself, believing in yourself, you know, working on yourself first so that you can come from that strong place. You're right. Because in the sales conversation, if you're, I love how you said that, if you're worried about what others think or if they're liking you, then you're seeking versus serving. Ooh, is that in one of your books? Because that is really, really profound. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's the right answer. Down. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Because yeah, I was just thinking about, I might quote you in some of my upcoming sales camps because it, it's that, it is that moment. It's that energy of pushing away versus being on a place of serving and allowing the space for that person to just be. So it's not about you. And that's the hardest thing is to get out of the way. So very profound. And oh my gosh, Michelle, we could talk for hours, but I got to keep on track here. So I, what I'm curious about, I want to come back to sales strategies because, so we've talked a lot about mindset and, and I think mindset can be strategies. I think they're critical. I mean, in all of our courses, we start with sales camp first, or excuse me, in sales camp, we talk about mindset first. We talk about it in selling with intention. It's always, you know, starting with the mindset and the beliefs about ourselves and selling. And then from there, what I'm curious about is, you know, you, maybe even talking about the December story or you have a different story, but how did you double your sales? What are the, the top two strategies that you use? Because I think you mentioned that you, you are white knuckling it waiting for referrals. So referrals are obviously one of the strategies you use, but what made that breakthrough? Was it picking up the phone? What did you do? It was definitely one, I hired a coach. Absolutely. <laughs> of course, of course you did. You know, you cannot do this. I am like coach happy now. I have three coaches right now. And you Amen. just cannot, you know, I wouldn't go into a significant relationship without a coach. I wouldn't parent without a coach now. You know, everything. You you have to have a coach because you don't know the own your own stories that you're trapped in. 
That was the first thing. And by hiring coach, a coach, I was able to develop the courage and the ability and the strategies to start picking up the phone. And, you know, what I learned is that, you know, only 20% of the sales, I know you know this, and maybe you know the different, better numbers, but 20% of the sales are made on the front end, and 80% of the sales are made on the follow-up. So you just have to call. You have to pick up the phone. And that was my the biggest change I made was picking up the phone, being proactive. I stopped waiting for people to call me. I love it. Yeah, you talked about how you stepped into your power. And it's so true. I think, you know, that we don't have to, we don't have to wait. Like, all of us are sitting on gold mines, whether or not we want to admit it, whether or not we want to see it, whether or not we can tell a million stories about the fact that we're not, we're all sitting on gold mines that are just waiting to expand. And maybe it's a nice gold mine. Maybe for some of you, it's not the gold mine you want right now, but you're still sitting on it. And yeah, I mean, their statistics are all over the place. I mean, the ones you quoted are, you know, ones that we hear often. What we do know is that most, most of the time, the sales don't close on the first interaction and it does require, you know, staying in touch. I mean, we just had a client come out of the woodwork. We hadn't heard from her in a long time. And she's like, okay, I'm ready now. And, but we'd stayed in touch with her. I'd hear from her every once in a while and I'd say, okay, we're still here. And, you know, it just, it had like, there were some things she was working through. We understand that, but we didn't let her go because we knew we could help her. And so we kept coming from that place. The other thing about hiring a coach, amen. I mean, the, the biggest breakthroughs I've ever made in my businesses were hiring people who were at the level I wanted to be so they could pull me so I had I didn't have to keep paddling so hard up the river. <laughs> we could talk about these things for days. I, you know what I admire about you? I, you know, I know you shared you're a single mom and I don't know if you're still, are you still a single mom? Well, I do have a boyfriend now. <laughs> Congratulations. But you're still, so you've been paddling this boat by yourself for a while. And, and yet, so here's, I'm curious about this. This is, this is unscripted. I'm going off script again. Now, you know, I have a few questions I'd love to ask, but this is, you know, I'm curious for the single moms who are listening, because I know there's some in the community and maybe, you know, we have people listening in 22 countries now. How did you like, cause I understand like financially to hire a coach, you know, it's an investment. You have three coaches. And so how have you made the decision to continue to invest in yourself in that level, even though you're paddling this you know, on your own? And I'm sure there's men who are listening who maybe are you know, on their own or are single dads as well. But just the, what's your mindset around that in terms of the money? Well, I had to change my mind around money. And you know, when I hired my first coach, I was absolutely single, no, no man in my life. And... I had one child at home still with me, a preteen. And when I hired a coach, it was a $1,500 a month investment for one year. And I will say that I shook in my shoes. I was scared to death to make that commitment. And it was a process of, one, not allowing money to make my decisions anymore. It was my first time of really investing in myself and my business it was scary. And you know what I learned about myself, Ursula, is that I could make the money. <laughs> I could make the money to pay all of my bills and my coach every single month. Once I made the decision, I held myself to that commitment. And that's where we get things backwards when it comes to money, is that we wait for our circumstances to change so that we can invest. Oh, when I make this much money, then I'll invest. 
I took the leap. I jumped off that cliff and I made the money. And I still do that today. It is a scary action. I recently did it with a three-month endurance program with a billionaire. And I have it's a $5,000 investment for three months. And it was like, I'm going to do that. I'm, it was something I wanted in my heart. And I decided that money is not going to make this decision for me. And so now I just up my activity so I can make the money to do what I really want to do. I love it. I love it. And you have the confidence to know that that's possible. And when you up your activity, you know what that means. So it can lead to the prosperity that you want. I love it. So for all of you who are listening, you know, whether you're single or not single, I mean, all of us, you know, at different times have different money financial challenges. But in this moment, Michelle just said another tweetable moment of tweetable comment of, you know, don't let money decide for you. You have to make the decision. And money is just energy. We talk a lot about that on that call. But uh, Michelle, I'm curious, I want to have I want to give you some time now. You're an expert in self worth. I love that. And we want to hear from you or just two to three things that you teach your clients on a regular basis. Like what are your golden nuggets that you love to share with people? Well, one is to change your story. Everything is just a story. And that's why you need a coach because we pick up our stories from our families, from generations before us, and we don't understand the limiting prisons that we're living in. And that's what I show people is their limiting beliefs. Just like I said, you know, I could have said I'm a single mom. I can't invest in a coach. And believe me, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom or anybody that I was making this investment because it was so scary and it was outside their paradigm. So changing your story is number one. The, your perspective, the way you see things isn't necessarily true. Even how you feel, just because you feel a certain way doesn't make it true. So you have to change that. And shifting your self-concept, that's the whole self-worth piece, who you believe you are, what you are worth, and what you are worthy of are just stories. And that is the deepest work we can do that will absolutely transform every aspect of our lives. You know, I could have said with this endurance program that I wasn't worthy of that or that I couldn't have it or I can't do it. And the whole purpose of me taking that program was to stretch myself, to change my self-concept, to have new experiences so I could know myself better and become greater in my potential. So those are my two, change your story and shift your self-concept. Huge. I mean, those two nuggets right there could shift an entire life, a generation. And, and I know that's what you're intending to do is, you know, not just help women, but to help their families and to help generations to come. And, you know, in this community, we talk a lot about story and, and <laughs> as coaches, we hear a lot of stories. And as humans, we tell a lot of stories and we, and we live into our stories. And so I just want to key in on that point for all of our listeners. Just remember, just notice the stories that you're telling yourself. I, I heard a statistic and I'm sure Michelle, you've heard this before, you know, that we have 60,000 to as many as 120,000 thoughts a day. I've heard many different numbers. I think women probably have 150,000 thoughts in some days. I'm not sure, but that just, you know, of, of all those thoughts that go through our minds every day, though, most of them are the same. 
every single day. We're just cycling through the same thoughts, which are our stories. And so when we become aware of them, we can start to shift them. Michelle, this is awesome. I, you know, right now you have a summit going on. And so Moms on Purpose Summit is happening. So I want you to tell our listeners about that. How can they participate? Where can they go? And then after that, maybe tell them about the free gift that you have. Awesome. Okay. Moms on Purpose, How to Live Your Purpose-Filled Life While Raising Happy, Successful, Thriving Kids. I am interviewing 21 moms, such as yourself, in business, talking about how they balance uh, their family life and their business and their purpose. I know that being a mom can oftentimes be our excuse not to do something. We have taught, been taught that sacrificing our life is how to be a good mom. And studies show and women show that that is absolutely not true. Women who are living a purpose-filled life, who are fulfilled, feel like they're making an, an impact, have happier, more successful, thriving kids because they're happy, successful, and thriving. And they, you can access that and join that summit to get access to all of those powerful interviews from amazing women such as yourself by going to momsonpurposesummit.com. And you have your link with this podcast that you, that everyone can click on to get access to that. So it's absolutely free, 21-day summit where you'll hear from amazing moms and women who are balancing it all and watching their families thrive. Motherhood is not about sacrifice. Moms are an untapped resource. Women are changing the world, and we need more moms out there because they have so much to offer. And my free gift is outsmarting self-sabotage, outsmart self-sabotage, a free teleseminar that I did, which talks about how our subconscious mind is actually programmed to sabotage us. It keeps wants to keep us safe, doesn't want us to change, doesn't want us to stretch. Even though we may want to make sales calls and have a million-dollar business, if we've never had that experience, our subconscious mind wants to keep us from that experience because it doesn't feel safe. It's change. So this program actually teaches you how to outsmart self sabotage, outsmart that subconscious mind so that you can make the changes in your life that you really want to make. Now, this is also great for salespeople, for for sales, because you understand how your prospect's mind is working as well. They're going to put up a, a, even though they want the change that you're offering, their first Their first thought is, no, I can't have that because they're setting themselves up to stay comfortable. So you can access that. You have the link, Ursula, and you can just put your name and email in and get access to that. Phenomenal. For all of you who are listening, you can just, if you've missed it, you didn't write it down, it's going to be in the show notes on iTunes. So you can certainly grab all the information there. And I, you know, Michelle, I want to thank you for having me join you on Moms on Purpose Summit. I, you know, I'm excited to be part of it. And I think very humbled by that because I, you know, all of us moms are, you know, making our way and trying to figure it out as we go. But 
I love that the women you're having on there, you know, we're not willing to let go of our dreams. And we know that our kids are going to benefit because of that. So that's exciting. And grab the free gift outsmart self sabotage. Sounds phenomenal. I want to go over there. I'm going to have to get that too. That sounds amazing. And Michelle, before we completely wrap up, I just want to give you an opportunity to share some final advice. So, you know, a lot of times we have people who are listening and they're having an amazing year and somebody might be listening today where they might be having a really tough day in business. What's your best advice for them? Having a tough day in business is get realigned with your purpose. Why are you in this business? And, you know, get realigned with your why. That's the biggest thing. If it's, even if it's tough, you know, this tough portion is going to make you better at what you do no matter what. Everything is for you. Every experience you have is for you. It's to make you stronger. It's to make you better at what you do. And to, you know, it's temporary. No, it's temporary. So realign with your why. Remember why you're doing this and just keep chugging through. Everything is for you. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Michelle, thank you for being on the Double Your Sales Now show. We we loved having you here today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been a blast so much fun. And I want to thank all of our listeners. We just want to reach out to you. I know we're in 22 countries now. So whoever you are, wherever you are, we are with you. We want to inspire you and motivate you just to keep going because this dream is your dream. So don't give up. Keep going. If there's anything we can do for you, head over to salescoachnow.com or you can email me directly at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. We love to hear from you. Feel free to leave your message on our iTunes page as well. If you like the show. We'd love your review. And we also have some sales camp courses coming up here in Minnesota and New Mexico. So you can find those on salescoachnow.com. You can also grab our free gift, Secrets of the Top, Sales Secrets of the Top 10% on our homepage, salescoachnow.com. Thanks everyone. And make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.